Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. or you feel too overwhelmed to move and you want to get back into reading, then I have the app for you. Audiobooks Now is a website that features great quality professional audiobooks from your favorite authors where you can also discover new ones too. You get access to many fiction and nonfiction titles that you can download or stream and get great discounts on titles if you choose the membership. Use the link in the description to check out the titles in audiobooks now with 50% off your first club purchase. You can also download the app. So yes, I am back with a brand new episode of Time for BL. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about Dragon's Reign by Wraith Reign, also known as Ex Aratare. Um, so if you're going, what is Dragon's Reign? I haven't heard of this thing. Well, what's awesome about it is it's available as a podcast on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcast, um, where the author Wraith Reign is reading it. Um, it's very interesting, the concept of it. Basically, with her main audience on her website, wraithrain.com, they are creating the story together. The story, as far as its written format, is completed. We are getting the audio format on Spotify. It's about, I believe she said, 10 chapters behind. Um, but it's still really interesting. A really interesting way to promote the book. I am enjoying the story so far. I'm about on, I believe, 110 or something like that with the chapters. Um, I'd have to go back and double check to make sure. Uh, now, basically, the um, tagline that I pulled from WraithRain.com for the book is eight dragon shifters rule the world, but then ordinary human Caden Bryce becomes the ninth destined to be a mate to one of the eight, yet all Caden wants is his old life back. Dragonkin Valerius, most powerful of all the dragon shifters, is none too pleased to find another dragon in his territory. But when the other dragon shifters come to court Caden, Valerius finds that he wants Caden as his own. <laughs> so yeah, right there, I think it's kind of obvious where that story is ending. Um, and it was pretty obvious as far as the romance, who was going to end up with who. I mean, you can just look on the cover of the book and you know who's going to end up with who. Uh, um, but it was very obvious um, with that story, who was going to end up with who. Uh, but it was still really interesting to see all the dragons, especially coming and what they had to offer Caden. Uh, and with a lot of them realizing, hey, I don't have to offer romance. I can offer power. I can offer friendship um, and you know seeing what they can offer that's going to entice this young man to want to leave his home um, in this world of shifters so there's a bunch of different shifters there's raven shifters fox shifters rat shifters um, 
you can uh, you can become a different type of shifter for many different reasons um and what happens is when you become a shifter you leave your family one of the things that happens is you become immortal when you become a shifter so you can't really live with your family the it's like how like you could live with your family but you'd realize that they're growing old and you're just watching them grow old while you stay young forever so i think it's more depressing and uh you go to live really with your shifter family um so ravens go live with ravens kind of deal um there are exceptions to the rule um as there is a snake shifter that uh joins the police force and basically he's just surrounded by wolves lions and other like um shifters of that sort um but you go to live with people who are like you who can understand you better in a sense um with the dragon shifters like it said in that tag there's eight of them they all run a certain area they all live in a certain area that they rule over um king valerius rules over north america basically um I had questions about that because I am not a geography buff, but I do enjoy geography in a sense. So I was like, okay, so he has Canada. Canada still has a prime minister and he has the United States. United States still has a president. How does that work? Shouldn't United States then have a prime minister or did they just leave the same like setup in place to make things easier because there was a war and, uh, you want, uh, people you don't want to change things too much for the humans um and there's a whole thing with that too um (laughs) that i'm gonna get to in a bit but that kind of just had me like huh so who runs the caribbean because um technically parts of the caribbean are grouped in with north america Uh, i don't know why but it is and i'm like does he run mexico he doesn't run mexico but mexico is a part of north america is it not am i wrong is it central america like again not a geography buff but i do kind of um have an idea of the placements of where countries are and i was like how does england feel about the fact that he now runs canada (laughs) like stupid questions i know but yeah um one of the things is because shifters are immortal um for example raven shifters usually become lawyers and because you have the option to get this immortal lawyer why would you want to get a human lawyer you know like especially if most judges are raven shifters you're gonna want to go with the lawyer you think is gonna give you a better chance in your case um and if he's gonna have camaraderie with the judge then you're gonna want to go with him um another thing is like um with politicians and everything they try to keep the president like the president and the prime minister are human and they try to keep certain positions just open for humans only because of course yes if a shifter takes it they're immortal they can keep that position forever and you don't want that in this society um but it this creates one of the conflicts we see in the story where of course there's a group that feel like the humans that are in power are not really in power they're the shifters are running everything and the humans are just figureheads in a sense and don't have any control over the situation and 
they feel like as humans they've become voiceless and um they're not um they don't have the ability to grow anymore you have college graduates like Caden like in the first in the beginning he's talking it's like he's a college graduate but he works um in a in a store selling like knickknacks and and tourist stuff t-shirts and and plushies and all that stuff um to tourists and a lot of people feel like they've been stuck in those positions or stuffed in those positions um as humans because all the professionals are now just shifters um which of course creates another inequality because they have an easier access to the wealth because when you're immortal you can store all this wealth um when you're human you only have a certain amount of time to um grow and gain your positions in life and gain wealth in life but we also see that there isn't equality amongst the shifters themselves we learn about um shifters that are like for example swarm shifters um what's his name semi the snake shifter i mentioned earlier he is also considered one of the lower shifters because he um shifts into a snake and in the society it's believed that whatever you shift if you become a shifter whatever you become it's because of who you are as a person so they see him as a snake now like people see him as a snake and that's why he was a snake um but he instead joined the police force and is working hard and showing that he is not a bad person just because he shifts into a snake the spirit shifts him into a snake he he works hard and he does his job and he's a great police officer um and of course it's the belief that if you're a wolf shift shifter you're aggressive <laughs> you know things like that um so yeah this book does tackle some great topics about um basically when the spirit chooses you does this mean this is the kind of person you are and um understanding that people aren't one dimensional everybody everybody has um layers as they say in shrek <laughs> onions have layers <laughs> parfaits have layers everyone has layers um and we meet caden who does something brave um he's a young 20 something year old does something that is so brave that he is selected by a spirit to become the ninth dragon shifter and because of this he of course meets valerius um and eventually they fall in love i'm not even going to pretend they don't fall in love um but we found out it's deeper than that um there's more to it than just valerius and caden falling for each other we learn about the spirits inside of them and that spirits the spirits in these um in this world they have feelings they have names they have these emotions as well and they select people for different reasons when people tell their stories of how they were selected it's not that they were just selected they died and the spirits joined with them in that like brief moment between life and death that they they were formed together and given the second chance at life and now um 
they're not immortal in the sense that they um, can't be killed. They can die, but they are immortal in the sense that as long as they, nothing um, tragic happens, for the most part to most of them, they will not die. Um, they can live for thousands of years. And that's Valerius. King Valerius has lived for thousands of years. He's, um, again, one of the eight dragon spirits. They all run different territories and they all rule very differently. Um, Valerius seems to be a very hands-off ruler, doesn't seem to be really interested in ruling. And it's like one of those, like, then why are you here, sir? Um, but yeah, he doesn't seem to be very interested in the idea of ruling or being a ruler. And I actually really like that aspect of it. This like reluctant ruler who, um, it has everyone around him. Like you need to do this. You need to do that. And he's just like, what, can, can somebody else do it? <laughs> can you make that decision? Cause I, I don't even want to be here, but he doesn't have a choice because every dragon has their territory for a reason there was a huge war and all the dragons together could tip the scales and so keeping everyone in their own separate territories is the best so that's one of the conflicts of the story of course the fact that now all these dragons are coming together to woo Caden and like I said you get to see so many different forms of the wooing with a lot of them off the bat realizing look I can't offer you love because obviously you and Valerius you got that but I can offer you this I can offer you that I can um, offer you safety I can offer you money I can offer you the opportunity to help people who are in need and also we get to see how the different dragons rule their territories my favorite is Jahara she has all of Africa. <laughs> the entire continent is hers. Um, but she has created like this um, this group. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but it's like this group of women who she takes advice from. It's her counsel. And it's not like she just goes, let me get older women who can guide me because she's older than all of them. Anyway, it's women of different ages. So she has a young girl who's like 13 years old in it and she has old women in it who are in like their 80s, whatever, um, because she understands that counsel can come in different forms and depending on your age you can see things differently so she doesn't look at her youngest council member and go well you are inexperienced because of life she understands that this is going to be the fresh eyes on the world um because she's gonna she sees everything differently from the fact that she was born after the war the fact that she was raised in a world of shifters the fact that she's now in this council as the youngest member serving um their queen like and i i love jahara because of that she definitely rose the ranks in the very beginning i was like if i was a um if i if i was a shifter i'd be like her i want her like i love you but i want her to be like we're just gonna work together that's that's it um now i how do i say this so the story i'm trying to i want to talk about the story for a bit because the story is really entertaining i do really enjoy it but 
it was very predictable in certain parts which is why i feel there were so many twists and turns um that started in the middle i think it, it felt like the story was going in one direction and because it was so predictable especially since the author was working with her fans um while writing the story i feel like the story was just becoming so predictable they were like hey what about a twist so we got a twist and then it was what about another twist so we got another twist and it was like okay <laughs> all right cool I'm like how many other twists do we need how many other twists are we gonna get um it's still really interesting um i still of course really want to see where it goes i can't wait for the rest of the episodes to finally be uploaded i want the whole final thing um but it's it's very it also made me while i was listening made me go that would have been better this part would have been better for like a second book the first book should just open only focused on this and then like at the very last chapter the last two chapters we find out about this and then that goes into a second book but if the author is really looking at just doing a one-shot series with this one i understand um why that happened but at the same time it felt kind of a bit of an overload of villains because it starts out with this guy he's the villain wait no this guy's the villain oh no this group is the villain wait who is the villain <laughs> that kind of deal um, maybe, maybe it's gonna come out in the end like, well, they're all villains. We're all villains, our own villain. <gasps> who knows? <laughs> but yeah, it, it kind of has me like, alright, who, who, who is the villain? Who should I focus my hate towards? And maybe it's just that I read so many books where I, I know who the bad guy is, I know who the good guy is, and even when there's a twist and turn, we still know who the bad guy is, who the good guy is, and we can, um, focus on that and that. Um, maybe that's it. Or maybe I, maybe it's because as well, focusing on so many different villains and it's switching up to this person, this person, I, hmm, there was, there was space where we could instead, I mean, it's really hard because I feel like there was a lot of focus put on um Caden and his family and seeing how Mr. and Mrs. Bryce are dealing with the fact that their son is now immortal and that they might lose him um his little sister Tilly like thinking it's so awesome her big brother's a dragon but also now understanding that there's a weight to it for her as well it's um and of course Caden uh basically coming into this world and the friends that he's made um i i his new best friend his friend his old friend like it there's so many there's so much there that i'm like well if instead of adding so many villains what if we just focused on those relationships instead yes they were really developed but is there anything else we could have done with those relationships instead of adding this adding this ending this um, it kind of felt like M. Night Shyamalan just shouting, it's a twist, it's a twist, it's a twist, over and over at Shyamalan Ding Dong, over and over again. I keep saying I will not, I refuse to use his proper name, <laughs> and I still, I still use his proper name because I finally learned how to pronounce it. Uh, that's on me, I guess. Um, what, 
would I change if like if there was something I would change in it is one thing and it's the editing I actually really like the author's voice um she says she's not a professional voice actor over and over again but I love their voice I love the tones I love that I can hear the characters coming out especially Wally every time every time they do the voice for Wally I'm just like oh my god I can see him I can see what he looks like with that voice hey kid <laughs> now when you go out on there I'm like oh my gosh I, I see it I see it um and I love it but there's so many times where the author is reading like let's say they're reading us the, the Dragon King Valerius, most powerful of all. I'm sorry, let me go again. Dragon King Valerius, most powerful of all dragon ship. And I'm like, that just took me out of the story. And it, it just imagine being so enthralled and being so deep in it because they're doing such an amazing job with their voice acting skills. And then that happens and it, you, you just stop. You just come out. You're just like, oh my gosh, what is this? <laughs> and it's... it. It was sucky when that happened because I love, I love this story. Um, and I, I just, I just wish the editing was better. It really was just the editing. So as far as the story itself goes, I am loving it. I only got lost really a couple of times trying to discern the dialogue and who said what. Um, and kind of just had to play it over and be like, oh, okay, that person, that person. But especially with the voices being used, it does make it a lot easier. Um, the introduction of each dragon did make me want to know more about each of their realms, like to actually see their realms. Um, especially Mei because she presents one thing, but then what you hear about her realm is completely different. So I, I kind of wish... Like that could be explored a little bit more um and another thing i noticed so the classism is now between shifters and non-shifters yet race um still takes part now that of course happens a lot whenever writers creators are trying to create pla places things um where race um doesn't exist and we're all just one human race now it's really hard to do that because you're still living in a society where race plays a big part and so you're still going to write stories where race plays a big part now this wasn't noticeable until she was describing certain characters so when she was describing Caden and she just mentioned he had blonde hair blue eyes and blah 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 it was like okay yeah she's just setting it up for that describing his family okay setting it up for that but then she started describing um, like some side characters like um, news reporters and stuff and she specifically mentioned that somebody was African American. It was the first time I heard her say that and I was like, okay. <laughs> and it, it, it was like, alright, cool, so... I didn't I wasn't thinking like oh black people don't exist in her universe I was thinking it was going to be more of a I'm not going to mention skin color I'm just going to mention how their hair texture looks and things like that and maybe that was silly of me um but I thought that's what was gonna be done and then but because she specifically said that all the characters that I 
was imagining with like the hair color, the hair texture or whatever, and then um, black or Asian or, you know, any other uh, tone that is not white kind of just made me realize, oh, they're, they're all white In, instead of it just like, and I mean, it's not a horrible thing um, to finally mention, but it was just like, oh, so the side character got it, um, who we never see again, I believe. I don't believe we see him again. And it just kind of made me more aware as to how many um, characters were white. Especially when the the um, dragons come, I can. When the dragons come, you're really like, ah, uh, here are all their races. Um, but it's like, okay, cool. Um, whatever, I guess. Um, we got Jahara. She rules Africa. And she's awesome. Um, <laughs> she, I believe, was written good. Um, I do worry as to where I'm reading with her. That's why I need to figure out exactly which chapter I'm on. Because I feel like I'm farther than I think I am. Um, but I'm worried that they're going to... Because of her story... I want you guys to go listen to it yourself, but because of her story of how she became a dragon shifter, like, it's trauma. And it was like, I felt like, in a way, it kind of went into the strong black woman trope. And uh, we're tired of the strong black woman trope. We, we really are. Um, she's awesome and she has a great foundation so far from everything I've read, but I, I hope she is more than just this. I, ju I just want her to be more, more and so far she doesn't seem to be her trauma. Um, she seems to be running a very, um, great realm that's doing wonderful things and is very advanced. So, um, keeping fingers crossed and I, I, I really hope as I, because I'm of course going to finish it. I really do enjoy it. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm going to make sure I leave a link to the website so you can check out wraithrain.com. I'm going to leave a link to the podcast on Spotify so you can check it out. The, um, the podcast as well you can start your journey into dragon's reign um i definitely give it a 7.5 uh or 8 out of 10 um I, i'm yeah i guess an 8 out of 10 i definitely think it's worth the listen i am very interested in reading it as well i am enjoying it a lot and i hope um i hope i get to uh read and listen to more of uh Wraith Rain's works because they have a lot of shifter series and they do male male romance um so they'll have a lot of options there and if you're not into that they also offer like some of the other stuff that they write like there's a werewolf series called Crimson um that I when I saw, well, when I was listening to the podcast and they talked about it, I was like, hmm, I kind of want to read that one. Um, so that's something I'm definitely interested in as well. So let me know what you think 
about Wraith Brain, you can, or not Wraith Brain, about Dragon's Brain, once you've listened to it, you can get in touch with me on Facebook or on Instagram. Just make sure you give me a follow and you just comment and let me know what you thought of this episode, what you think of the Dragon's Reign series, and what other series you'd love to have me review. Um, I am hoping that this new setup I have is gold because I am now in a room where I'm not sitting on the floor in my closet. I am in a chair. I am in a chair. Awesome. I'm hoping it doesn't pick up too much sound. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you are loving this series of episodes that I've been putting out. I've been working really hard on this podcast trying to get everything to top-notch quality. So let me know. Um, Leave your review. Uh, if that makes sense. And also don't forget to check out the link tree. Not only does it have the links to my Instagram and to my Facebook, it also has the links to uh, the audiobooks now. It has an extra link to the merch shop as well. Um, And remember, you can support this podcast in many ways, and one of them is listening to it. So thank you so much and see you next time when we make some more time for BL.